I need to darken my eyebrows, you know. I don't think you had it. Have you got any tips? Just fucking let them grow, mate. I'm trying, but they're just... You keep dicking about with them. That's your problem. I don't dick about with them. They're just naturally grey. I've actually got more eyebrow here, but you can't see it because it's that light. Top half of your head looks like Duncan Goodhue, mate. The fucking... Eyes upwards. You're streamlined to fuck. (laughs) Just get on with the damn show. Okay. I'm just texting Jake Dobbins from Los Vatos Libre. You're right, actually. Like an albino Duncan Goodyear. Never tell you a lie, Art.
Midlife Punk Podcast, uh, episode 103. Is that Duncan Good? You looking at me? No, it's nihilism. Hi, Tom. Hi, how you doing, okay? Yeah, not bad, mate. Our brain's a little bit up in the air this weekend. Not yeah. literally. Uh, yeah, it wasn't very pleasant. Uh, fucking bonfire night, innit? Yeah. Uh, where we celebrate persecution of Catholics. Did you know, Tom, that it's a sectarian anachronism? Yes, and you know who said that? Not my words, or your words. It's Richard fucking White! It was Richard fucking wine uh, who said that. So, right on, six kids, right on. At random record time, and Niall seems pretty confident today, uh, the uh, random record spat out by the Discogs app was this time um, The Clash's London Calling. Uh, Niall, what song do you think I went for off that? Lost in the Supermarket. You are incorrect, my friend. Oh, you fucking cunt. Was it Train in Vain? No, Spanish Bombs. I, ne- I wish I had gone for Train in Vain, now you said that. In fact, you know what? I'm going to fucking do training bait now. I'm going to go back in time and do it. That'll get everyone bouncing, won't it? Email submission, which did come from an email unsolicited, was London Crafty Company's very own Vampire Slumber Party with their song Little Light. A terrible name, great band. Yeah, really good band. Um, I liked it. It's Pippa from off Weirdcaps, isn't it? She's yeah. In it. Yeah. Yeah. From Wearcats. From Wearcats. How you doing, okay? Yeah, working for the Yankee Dollar, you know how it is. I do. I do know how it is. I don't feel very well today, everyone. Ooh, Not no. self inflicted, genuine illness. So, um, feel for me. What's uh, what's in the pint part this week, Tom? So we I should make a. Yeah, but what, what specific brand our listeners like to, you know, get in on the action? Well,. It's H. Weston and Sons Vintage Cider. It's 2021 vintage. Now, uh, the stuff I get in the same size bottle, same stuff with a different label, it's £2.50. Up the Aldi's, this is £1.35 for 750 milliliters. So, that's Tom's Cider Corner for this week. Marvellous. I only ever, like, have three variants, so it's going to get very boring very quickly. Up the Aldi, as you say. Uh, before my song choice, shall we do happy news or sad news first? Before my song choice, shall we do the happy news first, and then in the second half of our bands with a Z, we'll send everyone off with a downer. <laughs> I like your style. Okay, uh, we have actually had a complaint. Play the stinger, Tom. had a complaint from the nether regions uh, from Duco van der Veen oh, fucking what's he off with now well it's a legit complaint actually because he said to me hey 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 we'll be the judges of that okay but also I'm going to plead ignorance on a part of it okay so if you remember a couple of episodes ago I can't remember why but I said I'm Vincent van Gogh right I don't know why I can't even remember uh but I, I, I said the phrase Vincent van Gogh, right? And and um, 
he he has emailed me saying uh, your pronunciation of Vincent van Gogh was terrible. We'll be back after a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, I mean, we'll hold our hands up to that. It's nothing to do with me, but we'll hold your hand up to that. It's not an uncommon pronunciation of Vincent van Gogh, though, is it? Yeah, it's the um, common... Anglicised. Yeah. Vincent van... And correct me if I'm wrong, Duke, but is it, is it Vincent van Gogh? Well, I'm going to fucking tell you in a minute. But it, he's actually got an extra bit of his name that we obviously don't get taught. I think he's Russian or something, like Vukinchev or something like that. Listen to this. Vincent van Gogh, you fucking chef. Van Gogh. Vincent van Gogh, you fucking chef. Van Gogh. Hoch. Hoch. Vincent van Gogh, you fucking chef. That's you right, isn't chef. it? Yes. So there we go, Vincent Van Gogh, you fucking chav. Uh, the full name there. So, so apologies, Duke. I'll endeavour to uh, cough up more phlegm when I try and pronounce Dutch things in in future. I've I've blended off you a bit. Do you want my song choice? Yes, please. Uh, probably couldn't get away with calling a song this nowadays. Is Schizo Girl by Beauty School Dropout.
your own, your very own beauty school dropout there uh, with their fucking decent, uh, kids might say today, it slaps uh, track, uh, Schizo Girl from... Um, good, you, good job you've got that there because I don't know what the comp's called, but I've got... Um, <laughs> It's from the compilation, graciously gifted to quite a number of people that listen to this podcast, from your own, your very own, Brad, Dave Bradford. See, I'm not making it up. It's called The Sound of Them's Good, which, as you rightly said, was generously donated to quite a lot of the MLPP Triple V crew, which is very nice. And I was going to... Yeah, we better start introducing... uh, the guest really before we cruise on over into there who have we got now uh, I would say I don't know if you'd agree with me it's quite an anticipated guest this one um, second time lucky second time lucky it's the artist formerly known as Fraser Modelbogger the generous donator of our theme song um, now known as Fraser Wronglife he's here to have a chat with us this evening which I'm very much looking forward to and I'm very much looking forward to asking him some questions from a quite packed big book of bullshit. It's chock a block, isn't it? Mm. Fucking chock a block. Food for thought. Could be food for thought. You're right. You know how we ended up with this chap coming up? It's a bit kinky. It is a bit kinky. Ooh, naughty. Uh, so some guy, Mike, some, I can't remember his name, sorry. He, he's been, he's a busy lad. He's very efficient, this Mike fat chap. You know, proper businessman like a bit scared of him really you know obviously quite business acumen uh, rich uh, he, he's put together a compilation of punk bands doing um, kinks covers and and wrong life have done a kinks cover which may well be an exclusive but I don't fucking know we're gonna have that in the in the interview as well do you like the kinks I'm one of them cunts that when people say oh would you prefer the Beatles or the Rolling Stones I'm like the kinks but um when I was very little, uh, my dad had a, a Kinks LP, uh, Lola, and I played that to death. It had all the hits on it and stuff. So, um, yeah, I really, really dig the Kinks. Much better than the Beatles or the Stones for me. I'm really glad. I'm really surprised you said that. Man, no, many surprises me. I ain't bothered particularly. I don't know. All right, I guess. Look, let's. He sent us some wrongy lifeies as well. So, shall we have the wrongy lifeies first? Yeah, let's have a let's have a, a slice of wrong life. <laughs> That's going in the blurb. Uh, oh, look, it's me. After I've ran after the dog for ten minutes, it's chest pains.
looking nice. Welcome, Fraser from Off of Wrong Life. How are we doing, my old mate? Okay. Pretty good. Thank you. Just woken up from my third nap of today. Third nap. Um, Legend. Yeah. I've not been sleeping particularly well at night. I wake up at half five every morning. That seems to be my new thing. So I go wandering up Arthur's seat in Edinburgh. Um, and then I try and nap for, uh, yeah, a while, three times a day. Okay. I suppose um, the, the getting up at 5.30 was all right in the summer, and now it's a bit of a pain in the arse in the winter. Oh, I, I love the misery, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> right, the first, the first proper question we always ask, Fraser, mm-hmm. is um, how did wrong life come into existence? Um, because the murder burgers drove me insane, so I thought I'd try and regain some sanity and then start over. That's pretty much it. Okay. So, so murder burgers just was like, "That's it. I've had enough of this, and I'm gonna regenerate as wrong life." Yeah, yeah. I kind of um. Yeah, I get sick of nearly every single aspect <laughs> of playing in Uh And also, was like, yeah, I don't think I can take it anywhere else, music-wise. Because, uh, yeah. Well, I got pretty miserable. Um, and I thought it's either... Uh, well, yeah, I just couldn't get any more miserable with it. So I thought I'd rather just not be miserable and try and... Uh, yeah, take time out and do a new thing. Fucking can't argue with that. So when did Wrong Life emerge then? A couple of years ago now? Yeah, well, it was um, the end of 2019 that I demoed like, the album, which isn't out yet because of everything, with uh, the world shitting its pants over and over. Um, so yeah, kind of the end of 2019, I would say. Uh, but the first, the first... Yeah, I think I put out a couple of demos, maybe early 2020, and then the first EP was like summer 2020 or something. That about minus five people heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a good not a good time to be going out on the road promoting it, is it, 2020? Um, we've witnessed a lot of dreams be dashed on this podcast by COVID. It's, uh, it has been pretty depressing, but everyone's on the up and up now, so that's good. Um, is the lineup uh, a full band and cemented now, or is it still you uh, and whoever fancies it? It's somewhat cemented. Um, yeah, I've got the same uh, drummer and bass player, and then those two guitarists that, uh, yeah, kind of go back and forth. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm trying not to have like 37 different lineups or whatever Motherburgers had. Like keep it to like the same people. But you know, it's not really a steady like I mean, yeah, it's it's fairly steady. In in the context of what it used to be like, yeah, I think we could say fairly Compared steady. To what it used to be like, yeah, it's pretty much steady. Yeah, it can get steadier compared to Motherburgers, I think. Why the 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 mad lineup turnover? Was that down to your obsession, keenness with touring? Because 
um, I, I'd say that you're probably the most toured musician that I know. Um, I think probably there was a lot of people that wanted to do it, um, but then I think realised it was hellish, and then <laughs> <laughs> didn't really want to do it all the time. But I was just like, yeah, when yeah, doing that band was like the main thing was touring. I was like hell bent on doing it all the time. Um, so it's kind of understandable that no one else like wanted to like climb into the gutter with me, uh, like constantly. Um, so yeah, it's kind of fair enough. Looks like a good laugh for a couple of weeks, uh, <laughs> but then when, when, when you're in month four, I bet they were like, "Oh shit, okay." Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some good tours and there's some absolutely terrible ones. So I think once the good ones kind of die down for a while people didn't really want to do like the slog in between um understood yeah i, 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 I wouldn't want to do it. do it i wouldn't want to do it no way i didn't yeah i feel like i probably didn't want to do it quite a lot of the time <laughs> but, uh, and when i say yeah. i don't i wouldn't want to do it i don't mean specifically with you or in the murder burgers just generally i think i would die <laughs> Pretty so, good. especially I think like even yeah when I passed difficult and then yeah like, like the last couple of years of of that band I could like see the difference uh, in terms of touring and how it was just becoming kind of less viable to do so it was pretty hard to keep it going yeah well that's done now that's done it's all in the past now you're free you're free but <laughs> before we started talking the listeners would have been able to hear uh, chest pains, um, which from what I can gather is from this upcoming LP, is it not? It's from one that just came out um, <sighs> unexpectedly. Um, yeah, it only gets sent for pressing like mid-July and then... Oh, so you should have it back by about May then, yeah? Well, it arrived three weeks ago. Fuck! Somehow. Um, but the one that gets sent in February, we still don't know what's going on with it. So, um, but yeah, Chess Pains is on early workings of an idea, which is uh, the two wrong life EPs plus two songs that were written around about the same time that weren't on anything else. Are they uh, metaphorical chest pains or literal? No, I did have chest pains for quite a bit. I had stomach pains for quite a bit as well, so I'll probably use that for... <laughs> some at some point. <laughs> It'd be side of chest pains. Yeah, I should have done that. <laughs> Too late now. Probably would have had the toast dinner. Yeah. <laughs> right, Fraser, we do a thing called the Big Book of Bullshit, okay? Um, and it's where we store the listener submitted questions for use in emergencies only. And Niall's in charge of that. Um I can see, look at him, he's just fucking sport for choice, aren't you, mate? I am, yeah. I am. I'm going to kick off with um, a question from our resident uh, Dutch paleontologist, Duco van der Veen. It's quite a spicy one, this. Um, if Scotland can't have independence, would you prefer it to be in a union with England or with Ireland? Um, where's, where's Wales? In this Who question? cares? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for Wales. Scott Brathnick is from Wales. I'd quite like to hang out with her more. And also Bampy's from Wales. 
Uh, I don't know if he's no band pick. I know of him. Okay, yeah. And Pizza Trek, yeah. I'm, I'm going to disregard, uh, I'm going to partially disregard what Duco said and I'm going to go for Wales. We usually totally disregard what Duco says, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at least it wasn't the serial killer question this time. Yeah. Oh, he asked one of those. That's what, that's what we usually get from him, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's, that's good. Okay, so uh, that's quite a good little segue, uh, really, because I was just going to say, the scene in Scotland currently, are you experiencing the sort of very slight uptick that we feel we're experiencing down here at the minute? Um, in, what, in what sense? Uh, gigs uh, being more <laughs> frequent and better. Uh, loads of new bands coming through. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess there was definitely a lot more going on now, which is good. Um, and uh, yeah, more, more to Yeah, yeah, I would get. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I'd agree with. You. <laughs> but I would say, yeah. Well, I mean, I've definitely been out there way more gigs recently come to think of it now that my brain's caught up yes <laughs> and well you know let's say what year was it 10 years ago 2012 you were doing murder burgers we were off out with the atoms a lot there weren't much doing then was there 10 years ago and now oh, it's no. pretty, pretty bouncing yeah compared to back then it's definitely pretty bouncing i was thinking about that the other day with just like yeah it was just like yeah, I remember Motherburgers would just kind of always play with like Atoms, Sedations, Griswolds, and like, you know, it would just be like those bands with all that. That would kind of be what touring was. It was just, yeah, there was, there was very few bands. Oh, yeah, you know, it was fun, but there was definitely, it was definitely more difficult unless people gave a shit <laughs> in general. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's happening everywhere then. Not just here. I think it's time for another wrong life song. Let's let's have a bit of digging going on.
digging holes again On the road with no end I'm digging holes again On the road with no end Counting every second I spend On the road with no end I'm digging holes again Song for all those, uh, ah, fucking, we we were doing this dumb thing where we kept, well, we basically just kept dedicating it to like uh, anyone that owned like a shovel, or you know anyone with a spade, or anyone with a trowel. That was a kind of thing we did for the first couple of gigs, and then it turns out no one thought it was funny apart from us, really. So uh, we stopped. <laughs> well, perhaps people didn't know the song then, you know now. They might be like, oh, yeah. No, I mean, we, we explained pretty well that the song was called Digging. <laughs> okay. We even, I mean... did, uh, even did, like, digging motions uh, with the guitars and and hands. So, uh, you know, I think we it was pretty obvious what we are getting at. People just aren't ready for songs inspired by manual labour, I think. <laughs> That's true, yeah. They will be. They will be. Uh, so, wrong life then, because you played Till the Fest the other week, didn't you? We did, yes. What what day were you on? Because I was on the Saturday. Uh, we were on the Sunday. Missed you. Missed you. Yeah, yeah we had to go in. Yeah, yeah, we played the Sunday. We just kind of got in and saw a couple of bands played, and then we had to drive back to Edinburgh. Brutal. Yeah. We stayed in a boat the uh, the night before. A boat? We stayed in a, an Airbnb boat. An airboat and boat. We stayed on. And <laughs> uh, <in> Hartlepool. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's what everybody did when we stayed in Hartlepool tonight. Everyone was like, oh, I can laugh. I mean, a co- like a coked up guy did back into the van really hard and dented the side. So, uh, but the boat was good. Cokehead bad, boat good. That's a, that's a mantra to live by. Yeah, we've got a listener who's uh, from uh, Hartlepool, uh, and he he found it so scary, he had to go and live in Japan. Oh, wow. Run out yeah. of monkeys to hang. Yeah, there was a lot of hanging monkey talk. <laughs> There's actually a, like a monkey statue uh, at the marina as well. What a- really, really proud of hanging that monkey for fucking no reason. What a great story, though. For those that don't That's know, let's fill them in. In Hartlepool, town in the northeast, in the Napoleonic Wars, uh, there was some sort of shipwreck, um, and all the crew died, and there was one survivor, and it had a little like army jacket on, and it was a fucking monkey. But these people in Hartlepool had never seen a Frenchman, so they assumed that's just what Frenchmen looked like. Uh, and this gibberish it was talking... Uh, 
they assumed that was French and uh, took it as a prisoner of war and they hung the cunt. Yeah. For being French. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cricket club's like fucking logo is a hanging monkey, man. That. Oh, no way. Well proud of it. I think that would be the kind of thing that you would like. Things like, oh, we thought a monkey was a Frenchman and, you know, killed him. Um, yeah, I'd probably not want people to know that if I'd done that. No. What shit monkey? Wouldn't it have just climbed up the fucking gallows and sat there throwing shit at him? That's what I would have done if I was a monkey. You'd have done that if you weren't a monkey. Probably do that now, yeah. Next time I'm in Hartlepool, I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> climb up the lamppost and start flinging shit yeah start flinging shit at the other so I've, I've seen on the, as well as your exotic Airbnb lists you stayed I think it was last time you played in London an Avengers themed Airbnb yeah that was a mistake yeah I um, saw that I never knew why it was a mistake though tell me why that was Um, the host was away so his son was like taking care of things his teenage son uh, and the room hadn't been, it was like bunk beds and the room hadn't been cleaned at all. Uh, so there was chip, <laughs> no, there was rice in one of the beds, a lot of rice <laughs> in one of the beds. Uh, and yeah, it was just kind of like overall like filthy. And then the sun had like a raging party and they were like huffing gas and throwing shit out of the windows. Um, so they got like no sleep. Um, and then when we were leaving in the morning, I didn't know, like, we couldn't lock the back door. So I went to see, I couldn't open the front door and then there was no letterbox in the back door, so I couldn't post keys through. So I went upstairs to ask them. I went up to his room. He was just like passed out naked. So uh, I just went and put the keys in the kitchen and we just left it unlocked. And we got in the car and it was just kind of silent for a few seconds. And I was like, ah, sorry about that. <laughs> and there was actually like the a place that was 20 quid more that was at, there was like a house with like a, a key in the lockbox and stuff. And we would get the whole house to ourselves. And um, yeah, I thought the Avengers themed place would be funnier. <laughs> and it was in retrospect, but just not at the time. You know, as well, that lad was like, fuck yeah, there's a fucking rock and roll band staying here. I'm going to go totally mental. I'm going to blame it on them. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> when dad gets home, I'll go, dad, it was the rock and rollers, not me. I'm a yeah. good lad. The only thing I ever do wrong is eat rice in my fucking bed. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> fucking mental. No. <laughs> no, do you want to open the big book of bullshit? I had loads of music-y questions lined up there, but then we got talking about shit B&Bs, Airbnb. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, and of course, to like talk about doing interviews. We rarely talk about music. You've dodged a bullet, really. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) of course, as an aside to that, everybody knows that uh, Edinburgh was a prime location for one of the uh, Avengers movies as well, featuring the Chippy with a sixty-inch TV. Oh, there you go. I was not aware of that. (laughs) I haven't seen any Avengers movies. I have a question from Dave Shackleford, and I'm very interested in the answer to this one. Um, yeah. A few of them are quite Scottish-centric. Uh, did you prefer Naked Video or when Rabsi Nesbitt went solo? <laughs> um, 
I'm just going to say Reb Sinez, but solo just because I don't really remember Naked Video. Um, Good answer. Yeah, I think I might be. Maybe, I mean, I feel old as shit now, but I think I was maybe slightly too young for Naked Video. I, I remember I repeat. Like, uh, like Reb Sinez, but um, a job a long time ago. Um, and uh, yeah, I used to buy him booze in exchange for time off to go on tour. It was a pretty good setup. <laughs> Real life for Absinas, but it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I used to call him Walnut all the time, and he hated it. Um, uh, he was yeah, he got drunk one time and dismantled a photocopier, uh, like scan a photocopier that wasn't broken. I had nothing wrong with it, uh, and he dismantled the whole thing when he was hammered on a Friday. And then on the Monday when he came in, he blamed it on a temp worker and they got sacked. <laughs> what a cunt. I know. <laughs> fucking yeah. Rapsy Nesbitt. What a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, you know, got the story out of it. That's a real payment. Well, that is, yeah. That's the main thing in this world, I find. See, I'm old enough to remember Naked Radio. Oh, dear. Yeah. Which was the precursor, obviously, to Naked Video. So did it be, was it like, Rapsy Nesbitt enters, he's wearing a string vest and he's got a bandage around his head. Well, do you ever listen to Radio 4, Tom? That's, yeah, not I how they That's do all things. I listen to, pretty much. That's not how they do things up there. No? Well, I don't know, because the character of Rapsy Nesbitt's quite visual, isn't he? Mm. I just wondered yeah, how it worked on radio. Yeah, I wonder. That's another podcast for another time. Yeah. 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 I'm, uh, I'm, right. I'm not I'm not I'm not doing much these days. I might I might dig around and see if I can do a naked video deep dive. <laughs> well yeah, it'll be on YouTube, won't it? All the naked radios. Yeah, naked radios and naked videos are definitely on YouTube as well. They're well worth checking out. They're like Scotland's talent at the time, which was pretty strong. But again, that's another episode for another podcast. Yeah. Or just a brand new podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Naked podcast. There we no, go. No, no. Copyright. Copyright. Anyway, let's have another song. Let's uh, have a bit of Dreamer's Gate. I stayed in bed till the door went. Then I get up and pretended that I'd been busy for hours, just a little spaced out. Stood under the cold shower. Remember by the tiger Welcome back each body Part one by one But when I sleep I can stand straight A bad taste of dreamers gate So for now I'm bestie in a way But I'll keep my Firmly in the clouds That's where I see you most I was never the best at Singing or talking Still there's no harm in trying Even if it doesn't get me that far Now that I have no bad distractions I focus on Sometimes I think of that 
You know why yeah. I picked this one? Why? Because it's in a different key from the other three. That's, that's, the, that's the only reason I picked it. Because audio, like, audio variation, I like it. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I thought because I tend to write in C quite a bit and also B because they're just quite comfortable. So I thought I'll pick one in A because that'll be the concern of anyone listening, won't it? I bet all the purists will be happy that they've ticked that yeah. one off the list. Yeah, for sure. Some of them, some of them might have things to say. It'd be like when Bob Dylan went from acoustic to electric. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. So song in A. How dare he? He's gone so far left field. It's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Unlistenable shite. What's uh, <laughs> the what, what's, what, what's wrong? Life got on the calendar. Gig wise, has the. Have you resisted the touring bug? Has it tried to bite you and drag you off for months on end, or are you pacing yourself? Um, well, we've done just like a few gigs. We played in Glasgow last night, and we've done Edinburgh and London, London twice, and then Sunderland and Dundee, but just kind of like weekend stuff. Um, yeah. Just because I was getting to the point, I was like, it got, I finally got to the point of being itching to kind of play again, but didn't have an album uh so it was like we'll just play the odd thing while we're waiting for that um and then that album unexpectedly arrived um so now we have an album out so i guess we'll maybe do some stuff um but apart from that it's just the uh two gigs in the u.s next month um which is uh in relation to the the tribute to the kinks yes we, we we're getting on to that yeah, which were, say, yeah, which were originally booked to talk about. Yeah. He's got all 15 minutes devoted to that. Yeah. An entire section. Got stingers and everything. Yeah. We haven't. So then, <laughs> this then. So, so, yeah, you've gone from touring anywhere, anytime, any place to the select few gigs, two in America, which seem pretty fucking decent. That's all your hard work paying off from the hellish Murderburgers touring days, isn't it? Surely. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to take the advice from um, friends and more popular bands, <laughs> like not to just like be on tour constantly uh, and be miserable and broke. But, like just like be more selective. Um, and I didn't have an ability to do that before. I mean, a big reason for that was um, I just found working day jobs like horrendously stressful. Um, so it was just easier being on tour and being broke. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't find that as bad anymore. So um, 
not that I like it. I mean, I'm not working right now. Um, I was only working part time there because I worked solidly through the pandemic, uh, through like lockdowns and stuff, um, mm. and for a bit before it. Um, so it was the first time in my life I'd like saved up any money, and then I was just stressed out about having money because I was like, I don't know what to do with this. And I wasn't really doing anything. Not that I could for a while, but even when it got back to it, it was like, when I'm stressed out about spending this money that I don't care about, and I've made this, like, I've just plucked a number out of thin air for having savings and stuff. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I just decided I'll just go back to being broke. I operate better when I'm broke. I get more done. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm doing now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think next year we'll probably tour when the album's out, like, yeah, tour properly. But um, yeah, it just makes sense to kind of take it a bit easier at the moment. And I've been doing a lot more recording as well. So I've got like almost another Wrong Life album uh, ready to do. So yeah, just been concentrating more on that at the moment. Fucking nice. I suppose we better actually talk about uh, the tribute to the kinks uh, which Wrong Life are on, uh, and we will be playing out later with with the track. How did you get involved with this project, which has attracted many luminaries and has drawn you over stateside as well for some gigs? I got um, a submission on the Wrong Life website's contact form on, um, which is weird. It's one of the only times I've ever had a submission on that. Like, it's usually no one gets in touch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, and Mike uh, Wicked Opossum got in touch with me. I think it was the end of last year. Um, which, by the way, uh, yeah, if Mike hears this, I want to say congratulations for using the contact form. He's one of a kind. And yeah, he just was like, do you want to do this, a song for this tribute to the Kinks? I've got like a good lineup figured out and I just happened to book studio time. So I was like, yeah, cool, I'll get something done. And we talked about like potential songs and stuff. And uh, yeah, I just, just went in and did it. And then he told me like who was on it. And I was like, oh, all those like, yeah, like Riverboat Gamblers and Wheatus and stuff. And then he's just been great with them. Um, like yeah like really pushing things there's like a lot of more like updates on this thing that are gonna come out that uh i think he'd kill me if i mentioned them so i won't but yeah he's done like a lot of work on this thing is, um, is the tribute album got a name it's called starstruck that's it it was on the tip of my fucking tongue yeah, yeah. don't piss mike off he intimidates me a bit because you know i like to think i'm pretty good been organising and sort of informally managing projects, but he's scared the shit out of me since we've done this. Just any time yeah, of the day or night, I send an email, and I think, oh, I don't matter, I'll get a reply in a few hours. Bosh, two minutes. Yeah. Do you want to do this interview? Yo, yeah, please. Right, I'll ring him. Ten seconds later, me and you are talking. Like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I imagine he's got a very firm handshake, but not too overwhelming. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I think he'll have a firm handshake. I'll be sure to let you know when I... Uh, yeah, yeah. keep us updated. Yeah. yeah. Not one of those small dick handshakes where they, like, try and break. They, yeah, the grip and make too much uh, eye yeah, contact. 
Yeah, that's yeah. wankerish. But a good firm handshake. Oh, top tip, yeah. everyone. If 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 someone ever does that finger breaking handshake to you, the reply that always spins them out is if you go, Oh, you're strong. <laughs> <laughs> and they always go like, oh, okay. Thank you. So, People have done to me before with a shake, but then they use the middle finger to like tickle your palm a little bit. You ever had that? Yeah, when I was at school, so with a pinch, that that was some sort of secret sign of being gay. Oh. Is that alongside so having I'm, your left ear pinched? I've only had it in um, I don't like. Oh, okay. Well, you might have been onto something there. You could have got your end away. I don't know. If oh, yeah. if West Midlands schoolyard legend is to believe to be believed, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what why are they doing that then? If it's not um a come on, I don't know. A little I'm your best friend. I don't know. I think maybe <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I just come across as the kind of guy that would enjoy having his pan tickle. <laughs> like in in like just in jest. I don't know. This I mean, lad looks like he could it. do. <laughs> this lad looks like he needs a tickling. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like he likes having his pan tickled. Oh fuck me! Okay, well, yeah, I, I can't say I've had it for many years, but look at the fucking state of me. No wonder. What What did you say now? Uh, yeah, there was right ear pierced. Yeah, something about. I think it was one of the years. If you had a single ear pierce, you were gay. Look. I remember this because there was, you know, it was the 90s and it wasn't as acceptable to be gay as it is now. And the rhyme to remember it was right ear, right queer. That was the the rhyme. But left oh. ear also rhymes with queer. Yeah, but it's the two rights, isn't it, that helps you remember? Makes sense. Well, so I have my left right ear pierced. Based purely on that rhyme, so uh, <laughs> so there you go. Good to know. There we go. Yeah, providing a service here. Um, well, <laughs> so, so tell us about that. Was, 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 was a weird road to go down there for a second. A weird nineties road. It's Sunday. What else are we going to be talking about? Um, these two gigs in the US relating to Starstruck, the uh, Kinks uh, tribute compilation, when and where are they? And you said they're related to it. Tell us how. One is in a, on the 15th of December in South Bend, Indiana, which is where Mike uh, is from. And that's like a warm-up show for the one on the 17th of December, which is at Reggie's Rock Club in Chicago with Riverboat Gamblers and Publicity Stunt, Fig Beats and The Miserables. Um, nice. Yeah, it should be good. I've, yeah, Reggie's is one of those places I've like heard about bands playing for years and like seen videos of bands playing there and stuff, and it seems great. So yeah, pretty excited about playing there. I'm surprised you haven't already on your various jaunts over there, but that's fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it should be. Um, yeah, going over for two gigs will be. Kind of weird, but kind of nice, I think. Yeah. Long way to go for two gigs, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. yeah. What, what gigs? That's what's brilliant. South Bend, Indiana. That's uh, where Pete Buttigieg is from, isn't he? For any uh, American uh, politics enthusiasts. Mayor Pete, Mayor of South Bend. Apparently. Ah, I like Mayor Pete. 
Yeah, he's a good lad. Yeah, seems, yeah. Seems, seems like a good guy. Um, do you like the kinks, Fraser? Like, were you like fucking buzzing that someone had asked you to be on this? I like the kinks, but I'll I'll be honest, I wasn't I wasn't like I was like a yeah huge fan. Um, in terms of, I had like a couple of albums before this, but like, yeah, it's that kind of thing where, what was it I was talking about doing a deep dive of before, Naked naked uh, Radio. Yeah. So now I get to do one on the kinks as well, is Naked Radio. Um, so yeah, I just had like, uh, like Wallaby Powerman and I think like a best of kind of thing. Um, and the songs are great, but it was just, uh, you know, life's long as shit. And you've got plenty of time to check things out. So that was that's the approach I take with, you know, for better or worse, as long as shit. So um, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna be honest about it. And the key, yeah, the kings are great and it's cool, like um, yeah, hearing like other bands like covering the stuff and going back and like, you know, if I hadn't heard it before, like listening to the original and stuff like that. So it's uh yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Americans tend to uh put the kinks higher up on the UK pop priority list than perhaps we do, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Rightly or wrongly, you know, I'm not saying if it, I'm ambivalent to the kinks, I think is a fair summary. Like you say, some of the songs are all right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. I don't hate them. Yeah, you're more of yeah. a you're more of a Jerry and the Pacemakers man, I think. Not. Not. <laughs> I just yeah, I don't like their one song particularly. <laughs> Uh, Jerry and the Pacemakers. Not, do- not the, the same type of uh, band, but I just I, I thought there about I went to see Adam and the Ants a few years ago, um, and it was on like not that many years ago, maybe four, and it was the all the hits of B sides and more tour, um, and then about three songs, and you realise you only had about three hits, um, and then it was all just B sides and more, which <laughs> I fucking no idea what the songs were. But I was entertaining for a while. It had opened, up, opened up with amp music, straight into stand and deliver, Prince Charming to slow it down, and then that's it. And yeah, then the more. And just a, yeah, it can, can be confusing more. But I will not be deep diving along with Naked Radio and the Did Adamant do his solo stuff, or would that be too controversial with the ants stood right behind him? Yeah, that'd be awkward. And. <laughs> That would be awkward, yeah. Well, I'm just trying to help him out by getting a fourth hit in the in the line here with Goody ah, Two. Okay. I can't even. Yeah, I might have left before that. I don't know. <laughs> you might have this is that too much. Later. Too much more. I'm done. Yeah. I've seen Prince Charming. I'm off. Fuck you, Adamant. I saw OMD. Yeah, uh, I've seen them three times, three or four times. I think. I was talking to my missus about OMD. Anyone? Yeah, there's a new band out on Radio 1 and they've got a song that sounds like OM- OMD or fucking Depeche Mode. So it's oh, gone full circle, apparently. Cool. The new uh, Joyce Manor album, the first song on it's uh, an OMD cover. Oh, is it? Which one oh. they come for? Uh, Stevenia. Okay. Fair yeah, one. Cover. Oh, fair enough. Maybe you'll get on a Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark tribute next. So, hopefully, that's another deep dive. Do we <laughs> do we know when uh, Starstruck's coming out? It's coming out 
digitally on, it's in December. I know it's December. There's a date in December. Forgive me, Mike. I can't remember the correct date. We'll share Um, all the blurb. We'll share all the blurb. It'll be fine. Just in time for Christmas is what we're saying. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the the first single, as far as I know, is the Riverboat Gambles one, and it's uh, yeah, it's Father, Father Christmas, including the Christmassy one. So it'll be coming out. The the release thing in Chicago is for that, and the the comp coming out. So it's before the seventeenth of December that it's coming out. Pick a date, any date. Just keep your arm. <laughs> just keep refreshing the fucking page, man. Just do it. Yeah. It's, it's going to play us out in a minute, but you've gone. Well, you've gone with, or you've been allocated, strangers by the yes. king. Did you choose it? And if so, why that one? I did choose it. Um, my first choice was uh, this time tomorrow, but another band at the time had claimed that. And I thought, uh, the thing is, I, I claimed, I, I tried to pick that song first because I thought I could probably, it'd probably be easier to do. That was it. And then I thought, oh, Strangers, because Strangers is a really, like, stripped-back song. But I was like, well, I kind of want to do it, like, full band and loud and try and not, like, ruin it, which is always a challenge. And apparently I didn't ruin it, so it's all good. But well, we're here right now talking it's about the first it. Thing, um, first thing I've ever played drums to a foot track on as well. Oh, did you do record the lot, did you? Yeah, yeah. Fucking nice one. How was that? Because I'm recording on Tuesday and I've been half tempted to just have a click in my ears. Um, I went in a couple of times before it, um, but I couldn't get the click particularly loud. So I was a bit stressed about going in and doing it. Um, but then it turns out, uh, yeah, my friend Jimmy that uh, runs the recording side of the studio that I was at, he, um, yeah, he was able to get it like fucking incredibly loud. Um, and then once you do like a couple of takes, it's yeah, you just kind of get used to it. I'll have a go. I'll have a go. Yeah. Did anyone pick Ape Man? Because that's what I would have done. Left fielded it totally. I can't remember if they did. I've got the list of uh, yeah, I've got a list of songs somewhere, but I'm on my f- I'm talking to you on my phone right now. Yeah, let's so. not dick about that. Let's just leave the surprise. Let's, yeah, leave it a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not. Better to say now then. Yeah, I'd I'd have picked eight, man. That would have totally surprised everyone, I think, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, maybe they'll be surprised. Who knows? No, I'll give him a quick last big book of bullshit before we listen to Strangers, originally by the Kinks. I've got to go with the scruples all shy, haven't I? Oh, well, hurry up then. So we flip a coin. We get, uh, basically, there's an American card game from the 1980s. 1986, I believe, this one is called Scruples, where it gives you a situation and you've got to go, oh, gee whiz, uh, I don't know what I'll do with that. Or you've got a question from John Bates of uh, Born Shitster as ex-resident of Hartlepool. So heads, it's shite. Tails, it's scruples. You've always got to come. I'll flip that again because it slipped. Was that a compliment or a criticism that he's always got to find? I couldn't tell from the tone. I'm just su- surprised he was that organised, that's all. Oh, okay. It's heads. It's heads, okay. so, what did, so what did you say? So the question is, Fraser, when was the last time you shit your pants? <laughs> um, that's a very good question. Well, it's not, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you a good story, though, about when I didn't shit my pants, but... Um, 
I did end up with shit all over my feet. How about that? That'll do. Yeah. That'll do, yeah. Right. Uh, it was in two in the US. I'm staying at um, a friend James Yettel's house in Delaware. I was still awake because I was a boozy Susie back then. And um, I just, yeah, I wanted to stay awake and drink. So I just started cleaning this kitchen and stuff. And like, yeah, just doing chores effectively. And I went down to his bathroom downstairs and it was blocked. So I decided I would unblock it. Um, I wasn't wearing any shoes as well. That's important. Um, and I just made it worse. And uh, the toilet overflowed and I ended up with shit and like all over my feet. Um, and James Yetter happened to wake up around about that time and came in and I just had like, yeah, he came into the toilet and I just had like, someone ever said shit all over my feet. Um, and then obviously no one believed me that it was someone else's shit. But then, uh, yeah, basically Wob got round and like two, two or three gigs later, um, I met Noelle from Rational Anthem for the first time. And I was like, oh, hey, I'm Fraser. And she was like, oh, poo you're poo uh, so yeah, people just yelling poo at me. <laughs> okay. Fucking, so that's, a, that's a sitcom episode, that. Yeah, just I, I can't remember the last time I shit my pants, but I do remember the last time someone else shit my feet. <laughs> <laughs> at least you cleaned his kitchen. He can't be too angry at you, can he? No, yeah, no. He's a very nice guy, James Yeah, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be mad anyway. A little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> right, on that bombshell, Fraser, we're going to leave you to your uh, lovely evening. This is going to be Wrong Life, performing the Kinks classic, Strangers. And, yeah, it'll be good. Cheers for your time, Fraser. Nice to see you, my old mate. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. hope the Scottish signal wasn't too bad. No, it was all right.
Mr. Fraser Wrong Life there, coming at you from uh, one of the five boroughs of Scotchland. Did you enjoy that? I did, yeah. I, I hate to be that guy. There's more than five boroughs in Scotchland. I know, I was just being silly. Don't matter. It's Sunday, isn't it? I'll let you off. Just, just being a bit daft. A bit of a daft lad. Uh, bit of a daft lad. Do you want a song? Yeah, I'm I'm toying with the idea. Do I bum everyone out after that? I don't want to be accused of uh, having um, neck issues, though. Is it likely to get a bit necky? I don't know what that means. It's necky, isn't it? It's probably why people say, wind your neck in. Yeah, I am going to wind my neck in on this one because that was nice and it's good fun and I'm not in a bad mood. Well, so. my, my tune's a bouncer, so if you drop it in now, then they get picked up by my tune. Uh, okay. There was uh, a man who used to be in the Atoms, um, was re- until very recently in Headstone Horrors and very recently in Buenos Trials. His name's Glyn uh, Kirk and he's a convicted paedophile. So if you see him kicking around... Um, kick him around. Kick him around. Uh, yeah, uh, surprised us all. We're all a bit in shock here in uh, Darbados, um, to, to be honest, that he was sort of walking amongst us while we were uh, all thought he was not a massive nonce case. So um, he was convicted like a year ago, didn't tell anyone. It never made the press, um, but it's made the press now. So yeah. uh, it's out now. So, so fuck that cunt off and uh, kick him up the uh, gooch. Just fucking him. kick him anywhere. No, what's your song choice, mate? Thanks, mate. So my song choice today is actually the same compilation as yours. What are the fucking chances? You know I had a a different one lined up, but I thought, shit, I might have chose that band before. Yeah. So I kind of went down that um, that jitty, um, the 1999 era. So my track is from The Sound of Them's Good, and it's one car pileups effort called Dr. Robotnik.
one car pilot there extolling the virtues or lack thereof of fucking Sonic's arch fucking enemy there. Wow, to show me lad that he loves uh, he loves a bit of Sonic. He's gone off it a bit. Oh well. Look, in a minute, nihilism's gonna disclose his new noise uh to you all. Uh but next week we're going stateside once again. We've got Vinny and Chris uh from the Mercy Fucks. Have I forgot to tell you about this? I think I have, haven't I? Yeah, sorry. That's all right, mate. I love it. It's been on my to-do list for ages. So, yeah, so Mercy Fucks with uh, Vinny from the Scutchies, who's been on before, his mate Chris, and, yeah. Yeah, anyway, but they're, they're coming on. They're in a band called the Mercy Fucks, featuring Wimpy, the original singer of the Queers, but he comes and goes. As he pleases. Yeah, they don't know where he is at the moment, hence why he's not coming. Uh, so, so that'll be good. Um, back stateside once again. No, what's your new noise for these folks? Uh, my new noise is from a Scottish band because huh. I thought phrases on today. It's all Scottish. My song choice was Scottish. Fuck yeah. it now. So this is the appearance with the track "Nothing Is Set in Stone" from their mini album "The Face May Change." Fucking bish bash bosh is the appearance uh, with "Nothing Is Set in Stone," and I do mean nothing. Except for stone stuff. Um, enjoy it. We'll see you next weekend for the Mercy Fucks. Yes. Enjoy yourselves. Look after yourselves. Like the podcast. Share it. Join the group because there's lots of things going down in there. Oh, I made that sound like there was some sort of sexual activity. It's not that. It's uh, We're planning something. So come in. Have a look. It's called Midlife Punk Podcast. Vinyls, Vegans and Virtue Signaling. And the more of you that join, the more Tom has to put up a welcome post because I look at it and I ignore it and go, Tom can deal with that. And I do deal with it professionally, robustly, and with honour and respect. And Um, a dab of that good humour that you're famed for. Am I? Yeah. Every day is a fucking school day. Uh, Look, is the apparent. Enjoy your week. Bye. Be good.